You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Be it superstition or just an apparition, you suddenly appear inside my heart. Does this strange romance stand ghost of a chance? Welcome to From the Bleachers. I'm your host, as always, Seamus Clancy, coming to you from the wonderful Bleeding Your Nation Radio podcaster. Now, I didn't podcast last week. Eagles were riding their first two-game win streak all season. I was high off this team. I was high off life. I was buzzing. Everything was better in life. I didn't do a podcast. I went away for Thanksgiving. Hope you all had happy Thanksgiving. Obviously, the origin of Thanksgiving. Not too great in retrospect, but I like to think it's shifted and morphed into something better this communal celebration of friends and family so hopefully you did have a good time had a great time watching the cowboys lose on thanksgiving i was out in arizona for it visiting the in-laws and the eagles had won two games in a row and the cowboys lost thanksgiving i'm saying whoa 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 don't count out the eagles nfc east and i'm i'm sipping the kool-aid i'm buying all the stock i'm doing all this it would have been a great week for a podcast now i come back to this a terrible terrible defeating disheartening, atrocious, disappointing, embarrassing loss to the New York Giants and the Meadowlands. What, what can I say? I, I thought the Eagles might have run the table. It was in, in the cards. I thought they were certainly going to be 7-6 and six going into the bye next week. They could still be 6-7. and seven. They have a trip again up to the Meadowlands once again this upcoming Sunday to face the New York Jets. I actually will be at the game, the second road game I've ever been to as an Eagles fan, I went to the Eagles-Titans game week four in Tennessee back in 2018, the Super Bowl defense year. Uh, obviously, terrible game that Corey Graham uh, sticks defense, disaster, losing overtime, whatever. Not a good game. Hopefully, hoping for a better result. I think there'll be a better result this week up in the Midlands. I think the Eagles will win. But, man, oh, I was so ready. I was so primed. I, I was ready for, you know, the promise the the idea that anything was possible this team can make a playoff run and, and you don't know obviously they're not a great team or anything like that but just the idea that it's it's past thanksgiving and the eagles are playing meaningful football and they're not only alive in the wild card race but potentially the nfc east race and that's really what you want you want to be able to live in the moment and understand that oh my god like this this sunday means something it means something to me it means something to this team it means something in the standings the place playoff race, the the postseason race all of these things and then to go up there, and the defense played well enough. Offensively, Jalen Hurts, his worst game as an NFL starter, perhaps his worst game ever at any level. And I, I love Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, the uh, phrase I keep saying for him is, I don't, I don't know if he's the guy, but he's unquestionably the man. I love him. I love watching him play, but I did not, I did not love watching him play on Sunday. Uh, the second interception he threw at the end of the first half, uh, absolutely atrocious, unacceptable, just unacceptable on any level for a quarterback at high school, college, Division One, Division Seven, or the NFL. Uh, Jalen Rager, 
I'm not breaking any new ground criticizing Jalen Rager. The guy, I don't know if he's an NFL player. And it could be a situation like 2016 Nelson Aguilar where they're like, you, dude, you, you got to sit a couple games out. And Nick Sirianni already said that he's not going to do that, but he should because he's a net negative right now. He's not doing anything. He doesn't provide anything on special teams to compensate for the fact that he's possibly the worst number two receiver in the entire NFL. And then you got Jalen Hurts who played atrociously targeting him in late situations. And then you got Devontae Smith throwing his helmet on the sideline in anger after that final play, that fourth and 10 drop at the goal line by Jalen Hurts because he's open and Jalen Hurts can't find him. And he's going to this ding dong and throwing him the ball instead. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Darius Slay is having an all-pro season. There's been, there's been no one more critical of Darius Slay uh, in the last year or so than me, but they're wasting an all-pro season from him. They're wasting an all-pro season from Jason Kelsey, a guy who's a warrior, a warrior playing through injuries, still playing the best football of his career at the right ball age of 34, and they're wasting it. Nate Herbig comes to come in, gets a couple costly penalties, a couple BS penalties, I'll say that. Wiping out that Boston Scott touchdown run. He had a nice, what, 20-25 chunk run by Jalen Hurts. I got wiped off on one of the worst calls you'll see all this past Sunday. And I, I'm just ticked off, man. Oh, I was sick Sunday night. I was sick. And then you got Miles Sanders, who he's uber talented. His numbers are good. But the, the Eagles just play better without him on the field. And not just saying these past few games where Jordan Howard was getting the majority of the carries. But even so late in the game, the offense finally had some semblance of life. Not a lot of life, but some semblance of it when Boston Scott was getting those carries, getting those touches. I don't know what the deal is with the guy. I don't get it. I doubt he'll be on the team next year. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Talented player. Good stats. I don't get it. The team's better without him. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I got a text Sunday night. It said, Miles Sanders sucks. I don't know how he sucks. But he just sucks. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> like he's he's a great running back. He has the talent and the ability to showcase some plays where he can be a top 10, top 15 back in this league, but he's just not. And somehow the team is better without him. With Boston Scott, a guy who was they got off the street in 2019. With Jordan Howard, a guy who was on our practice squad the first seven weeks of the season, had 1.7 yards per carry in 2020. Then he comes in and looks like the second coming of Emmett Smith. He's better than Emmitt Smith. Emmitt Smith stinks. That's my that's my take. Emmitt Smith stinks. He's better than Emmitt Smith. <laughs> oh man, this this sucks. This sucks so badly. This sucks so badly. I don't know. Uh, there's there's no way they could play like they played so poorly and they should have won. That's the worst part. It's not like the Raiders game where they got blown the f out and you just knew it was over. This team played their worst football of the season offensively, and the Giants were begging them to come back and win this game, and they simply refused to, refused not to. They should have won the game. They played like absolute dog crap, and they still should have won, which makes it infinitely, infinitely, infinitely worse. Come on. Jalen Hurts has a sore ankle. I don't know if that's gamesmanship. I know he got hurt. On Sunday, he played the whole game, and there's some some uh, talk that oh he has a sore ankle. Nick Sirianni said, you know, 
We're hoping he can play on Sunday. I don't know if that's gamesmanship, but when you, if you need gamesmanship, when you're going up to the Meadowlands to play the New York Jets, you got some bigger problems on your football team. Is, is it going to be Minshew Mania? Like, I love Jalen Hurts. He should be the quarterback this season. Ideally, like, I, I don't even – I would be into him being the quarterback in 2022. Maybe not beyond that, but just for next year, sure, because I don't like this quarterback class. We talked about that a bunch. What happens when Minshew comes in or something like that? No, I, I, best case scenario, Jalen Hurts plays. Jalen Hurts plays awesome. That's exactly what I want to happen. I want Jalen Hurts to play this season. I want him to play awesome. I want to play really well, improve as a passer, keep running it awesome, and be the quarterback next year. Use those three first-round picks, stack up the defense, Kyle Hamilton, Notre Dame, all that. That's what I want. That's what I want. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm frantic right now. Good, good, good Lord. <laughs> all right, what else should we talk about with the birds this, this past Sunday? Refereeing atrocious. I mean, that's such a lowest common denominator take that the refereeing is bad. But the NFL truly in 2021 has an officiating epidemic, pandemic, whatever you want to say. It's terrible. And it's not just the Eagles. It's across the entire league. And there's just so many. There are so, so many bogus calls and it just sucks the momentum and the vivacity of the game away from the players, from the teams, from the viewers, most importantly, that it's a disgrace. It's an absolute, absolute, absolute disgrace. I'm so mad. I'm going to go up the Meadowlands. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. Eagles are going to win. These are the lies I tell to myself. So you're going up there. I'm going on one of those bus trips, uh, phillysportstrips.com, I believe. I'm not... This isn't a sponsor take or anything like that. I had to pay for the trip. Uh, but it's, we're leaving Jetro a lot at 7 a.m., going up there, uh, you know, all-inclusive. Paid a pretty good price for a ticket for some booze, the tailgate scene, all that food. And I'm excited. Going to see some friends from college who are Jets fans. Uh, you know, I went to the University of Penn, kind of a, you know, big big states are that North Jersey, uh, New York area, as well as, you know, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area, South Jersey, and then, uh, a lot of Florida and California mixed in there. So I knew a lot of Jets fans in college should be meeting up with some of them, should be meeting up with some Eagles fans who currently live in New York uh, as well. So I'm, I'm hoping to have a really good time. Having a big crew go up with just my, you know, inner circle. I'm going to have seven people going up. I'm going to have a girlfriend going up. I'm going to have my parents. I'm going to have my buddy Joe, uh, you know, a uh, family friend, a couple of my parents' best friends going to be going up too. So we're going to have a really good scene. should be a lot of fun. I'm going to crush on Kenwood's on the ride up. Gonna crush a Kenway. Maybe I'll try to take one into the Meadowlands and let's see what happens. If I get one in, Eagles win. Go down in the first draft of the game. Flip Jason Kelsey at Kenwood. Hey, mean Joe, do you want some of my Coke? Hey, Jason, do you want some of my Kenwood? He throws me back his jersey. How cool would that be? <laughs> they got to beat the Jets, right? Because they're still alive, which is the worst thing. That I still think they have a decent chance of making the postseason. I'm not looking at the 538 or FPI projections or any of that type of stuff. But just going on, they could be 10 and 7. They could be 9 and 8, maybe make the postseason. It's realistic. Uh, but they have to beat the Jets. If, if they don't beat the Jets, uh, it's over. And it's over for me as a person, probably too, because you can't have a loss going into a bye week. That can that just cannot stand. That should be that's the last thing you can do for this team. Because for me, for the fan base, for the media members, everyone, for us fans out there. There could be nothing worse than the Eagles riding a two-game losing streak and then having to deal with the ramifications for that for an additional week because the Eagles aren't on the field. And we have to deal with all oh, the Eagles stink. They lost two games in the Meadowlands. You can't lose back-to-back -back games in the Meadowlands. Oh, my goodness gracious. Let me change my hat for this. Put my Phillies hat on.
If you're watching, you watch these on YouTube too. I'm being kind of crazy. Yeah, I got my Phillies hat on. And I don't know, man. This sucks. This sucks. What a terrible game. It, it, most worst loss of the season for sure. I think it's worse than people say like the Chargers loss is bad. And I guess a, a loss is just bad in general. But I had fun watching the game. I was there. 49ers game was absolutely terrible. But you still didn't really know what to make of that team yet. 49ers are in theory a very good team. They made the Super Bowl two years back. They have a great head coach, uh, some strong players on defense. And it was still early in the season. We were thinking, oh, well, it's Nick Sirianni's second game. Still, uh, you know, figuring out the kinks, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Trying to see what team they have yet. And Jonathan Gowden's getting used to his defense. Brandon Greenman's hurt. All of that. But given that they were favorites in this game, given the momentum that they've been building up for the last month or so, and the fact that you're saying there you have two winnable games, you're going to have two road games that you're going to be favorited in, not even a real travel day. You're just taking the bus up there the night before. They should have been on They should have won four games in a row. And it's embarrassing that they didn't. And, you know, if they win on Sunday, I'll have another tune next week, certainly. But if, if they lose, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'll lose my dang mind. I'm trying to do some videos while I'm up there. You can follow the uh, BGN Instagram that I run as well as with the, our great producer, Rachel, at Bleeding Green Insta. Do a lot of good stuff on there. I do like videos sometimes. They do, you know, they kind of jack TikTok and make reels on there now. So I did have a couple of reels this season, uh, last two weeks following wins. So maybe I'll do a reel on there the way up. So definitely check it out. I'll set on there uh, to keep up some fresh Eagles content Sunday morning. I'm going to have a blast. Hope everyone who's watching the game has a blast before the game, you know, hanging out with your friends, family, eating some good food, maybe having a couple of nice drinks, whether alcoholic or non alcoholic. And you can check me out being a not on a bus. And then we watch the Eagles. You know, smack the crap out of the Jets, have a good time, dominating performance on both ends of the ball. And you come back home, it's a bye week, and you're ready to roll for that Washington game uh, later in December. Recording this on Tuesday, November 30th, early in the uh, afternoon. Or otherwise, I would have said this month, but when I'm recording this, it's still technically November. <sighs> Give me meaningful football for as long as possible. That's what I want every season. Obviously, I want to win Super Bowl. Uh, but on a more uh, micro level, you can see that, you know, Eagles haven't made the playoffs like every year of my life. But throughout college, those years in 2014 and stuff like that, they had chances to make the postseason late. And if I have this suspension of disbelief that the Eagles can be a playoff team into December, that means a lot for me. That means a lot for my psyche. That means a lot for my job because you're more interested in hearing about the say and right and all that stuff uh, when the Eagles are good. And the Eagles think no one really cares. So both personally and professionally, my lives are so intertwined with this Eagles team that I need to have them win for my own personal sanity, but I also need them to win for my career, my financial stability, to be frank. So let's get it together on Sunday, guys, right? Come on. Put my hat backwards. Fred Durst style. Woodstock 99. About 15 minutes into this. Let's just wrap up. I'm mad. Maybe I'll do another podcast later in the week if I'm feeling a little better, a little more hyped up. I could talk a little more schematics, X's and O's about what we, what's going to happen on Sunday, what we think is going to happen on Sunday. But I'm just mad from this past week still. I'm mad from Sunday. Game started 48 hours ago, and I'm still mad right now. I'm just mad, man. It sucks. Jalen. Jalen, what were you doing, buddy? Jalen, what were you doing, buddy? All right. Whatever. That's it for me. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus Andrew Clancy. You can always read the great bleedinggreennation.com. Again, as I said, follow the BGN Instagram account at bleedinggreenninsta. And if you like my writing, like my podcast, check out my 
Uh, Patreon newsletter from Broad Street with love. You could do patreon.com backslash Jameson Clancy to check me out on there. You know, thanks to our uh, producer, Ray Shell. I'm excited. We're going to have a new episode of Odds and End Zones tomorrow. I'm recording this Tuesday. I'm going to record Odds and End Zones with my boy, Zoe, on Wednesday. That'll probably come out Thursday or, or late Wednesday night. So check us out on there. And as always, keep bleeding green. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.